welcome. It's, you know what, <laughs> you know what time it is. It's the recordings of a fangirl, hashtag sarcasm, on this Tuesday, the 2nd of May, 2023. <sighs> so I have so much to get to in this podcast. Um, I will start off by saying this. This is my last podcast until May 26th. So for the next two weeks, I'm going to be doing a lot more blogging than podcasting. But I'm still going to be doing podcasts. Um, So I have a lot to get to. This is probably going to be an hour-long podcast. I am warning you now. And I have to get to a lot of Twitter stuff. So I may have to, like, pause every now and then. There'll be, like, a maybe – I don't want to say dead space. So I'm probably going to have to pause this and then re-record – resume recording as I find the tweets I want to read. So I'm just I'm putting that out there right now because I got a lot to get to. I'm going to do my usual podcast. So if you haven't ever heard my podcast before, you'll hear the actual podcast itself where, yes, I do talk about hockey, and that will be the number one topic of conversation, obviously, and the Rangers will be the conversation. Um, and then I will turn to a couple social media items because I do a social media segment and a dating relationship segment and a fashion segment. So I'm going to do everything like normal, except a lot more in the beginning here with the Rangers. All right. So let's, let's begin now, shall we? Where do I begin? I woke up this morning. I was thinking, how am I going to start this podcast off? Where am I going to go with it? Because there's just so much to get to. I think I'll start off by saying this to all the players, to every single guy who's wearing the Ranger jersey, I'm going to say this. This is going to be like a three-parter to you. Number one, if you were on this team last year, okay, that goes for the guys that were on this team last year. This loss should sting you more and hurt you more than the one against Tampa Bay in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. And I will tell you why. Because you should not, you should still be playing. You should still be playing. This should be the motivation that you need to have that awesome comeback next season. Because you always know, the, the comeback is always greater than the setback. But I'm going to tell you right now, you guys really set yourselves back. You did. I mean, there's no way to look around this. You can't look around it and say you didn't set yourselves back. You did. Part two. This is for the entire team. I'm going to say this, and this goes for the fans too, on, on Twitter too. This season was not a failure. Do not think of this season as a failure because the regular season and the playoff season are two separate seasons. I know you struggled in the beginning of this year. You had struggles, but every team goes through that. Like, I don't understand how fans don't understand that. You can't say a season's a failure because you didn't win the trophy. Things happen during seasons. Adversities happen. Struggles happen. Um, players go through droughts. We, we see it in baseball all the time. We see it in baseball where hitters stop hitting and they have, and they have droughts. 
and they're fighting to get a base to just get a freaking base hit. Same thing with with hockey. You guys go through spurts. You guys go through goal getting you know scoring goals in like seven straight games, and then you have a drought for three, four games. It happens. Ups and downs in sports always are going to happen. And if fans don't understand that, I don't know what to tell you. The players understand that, and they should understand that. I understand that. Think of it as a progress. As progress. Each season, you make progress. You have setbacks. You have comebacks. This year. You all hopefully learned a little bit about yourselves. You all learned how to grow as people first, men first, and then you learned how to grow as a player second. Some of you took monumental steps forward. Some of you took steps backwards. Some of you still have a long way to go. But don't think of it as a failure. I'm going to tell you right now, you didn't fail me. You didn't fail anybody. And I know some of you take things hard there, take losses like really hard. And I'm going to say this. You can't take it hard because you got to put it out of your mind to come back even stronger the following year. Sometimes. I'm gonna throw manifestations inside here because, like, when we're when I, I I listen to a lot of people talk about manifesting, right, and affirmations, and it, it's kind of true. When you keep the pain of past events in your head, you never move forward. So, for me to say, well, maybe we can use this disappointment as a way to motivate you for next year, no. This year is over now. It's over. It's done. Next year, clean slate. Next year, clean slate. You start new. And there'll be new, some new faces on this team. There'll be some old faces on this team. But that's just, that's how sports goes. That's how life goes. I mean, basically, that's how life goes. And I want to also, part three, I'm proud of you. I'm always going to be proud of you guys. Even when you played like shit, I'm still proud of you. Because, you know, it takes, it takes a lot. It takes a toll on your body. It takes a toll on your mind. It takes a toll on your emotions. It takes a toll on you being the professional athlete that you are. Some of you, not all, but some of you always, always, always show the fuck up. And I'm going to say kudos to Truba for always showing the fuck up. Lindy, of course, always shows the fuck up. Goody always shows the fuck up. Vinny Trocek always shows the fuck up. Igor always shows the fuck up. I'll say Laffy is in between still learning and showing up. Because you skated really well last night. Foxy always shows the fuck up. But last night you had some sort of brain fart. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why you didn't clear that puck. I don't know why you just stood there and you stopped skating. I don't understand. I really don't. But I'll say this. The difference between men and boys, men acknowledge the fact they made a mistake. There's accountability. 
and they want to grow and they want to learn and they're open-minded individuals who are looking forward to learning. There's a saying, I, I love this, I love this saying like tremendously because I really totally believe this saying. If you're not willing to learn, no one can help you. If you are determined to learn, no one can stop you. And those are the guys that you can't stop, the ones I mentioned. There are other guys on this team that have the potential, but they haven't reached it to their potential yet. There are guys that have the potential that just didn't flack show up. They went through a slump. But I think it was more mental slump than physical slump. Let's review the whole entire series from, from the beginning. Games one and two, you all came out. You, you ran right over them. You won five to one, both freaking games. I'm going to say this. You all look smug after game two. You had that smug look like, oh, this was going to be a fucking cakewalk. We're going to cakewalk over them. Game three shows up. I was there for game three. Game three was anybody's game. It shouldn't have been. You should have knocked them out in the third period. It should have never went to overtime. But game three was okay. Then here comes games four and five. Game four was your worst of the series. Game four was the worst. This is where you should have had a rebound game from losing an overtime game three and kicking their ass in game four. But you sleep skated, you look pathetic, you didn't want to, uh, you look pathetic. You didn't want to, you, you, you did stupid shit in the neutral zone. You allowed them to have their way with you. Literally, they had their way with you. They could do whatever they wanted on the ice. There was no urgency from you to win game four. And then you let a rookie goalie who's never fucking played before in his fucking ass life mentally take over the game because that's exactly what happened. He was living rent-free in your freaking heads. Don't tell me he wasn't. He was. Then game five, same repeat from game four, a little worse. Looks like you just gave up on each other. Looks like you gave up on each other. Certain play people came out to play. Certain people just sat back, did nothing. I made stupid shitty, stupid shitty errors. Game six was the best of the series, was better than games one and two because your heart and soul was in it. You looked like the team that you should have been. You looked like you wanted it. You looked like this is what we want. You had that vibe going. Now games one and two, I mean games three and four at home, I think game three, in the beginning, the power play looked like shit because you just were trying to do fancy shit for the, for the fans. I'm telling you right now, for next year, remember this in your head. This is the thing you should remember. No fan fucking cares about your fancy shitty stuff. We don't care about your, your fancy schmancy passing. We don't care about, ooh, this, this, look at this goal. In the playoffs, no one gives a shit. In the regular season, fine. Regular season, no one cares because it's a regular season. During come playoff time, it's not the time to do fancy shit. That was your mistake also. And then yesterday, last night, did you remember that you had a game? Or did you forget? Your first period was good. Not great, not great, was good. 
beginning of the second period was okay. You had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity on the power play. Two of those power plays you had shouldn't have been power plays to, to just top it all off. I don't think they were penalties. And you blew it. The only good thing that I saw from that was that you had time to set up on your power play and you were in the offensive zone for a, a, for at least a minute. But other than that, it sucked. And then we had Adam Fox's brain fart where he stopped skating and stood there when he had all the time to fucking clear the puck and then all of a sudden realized he should clean the puck, clear the puck. He tried to clear the puck and it got stolen and Chris Cryer then takes responsibility. Chris, honey, it ain't on you, that's on Fox. I know your teammates and you stick up for each other and I love that about this team where everybody sticks together. But holy shit, no, Chris, that was not on you. That was on Foxy. And you know like when you have a balloon and you fill it with helium and it's and it's it's big and it's it's full. And then you know like when a kid comes around sometimes and pokes a little hole in it and it slowly deflates. That's exactly you last night. As soon as they scored that first goal in that second period, you all started deflating. You let that goal get to you mentally. Not physically, not emotionally, no, no. Mentally, you all bought into that, that negative thinking that now you're done. Because after that goal, you all stopped skating. You all were pathetic. Every single one of you, I, I don't understand. And then of course, then of course, and then of course, Truba tries to rally the troops in the third with the monstrous hit. Oh my God, troops. Oh my God, Jacob. Now I have like a list of top five best hits from you because we just love you so much. And I love, I love how you know how and when to do that shit. I just, I'm amazed at you. You always amaze me, Truba. You always amaze me. You are an amazing player. You're a clean player. You play old style hockey and I fucking love it. Just like I fucking love you. So I'm telling you now, and my niece loves you by the way. Truba Train, hello. I'll show her that on Thursday when I see her. She'll be very excited to at least see that. And you try to spark them. But other than like that, and then, of course, Lindy was playing his game. Goody was playing his game. You know, Vinny was playing his game. Laffy was skating really well. Eager was trying his best. And I'm going to say I'm going to talk individually to every single one of you in a minute. But I'm telling you now, Igor, this is not on you. This loss is not on you. Do not take it that way. You went out there and you were our wall. You tried your best. And that's all I can ask for. That's all I can ask for is just go out there and try your best and put your best foot forward. You did that. I'm proud of you. I am so proud of you. You had an amazing season. You should be proud of yourself. Next year, different story. We're coming back. We're coming back stronger. Just think about that. You're coming back stronger. All right. Game seven. Let me think of anything else I wanted to say about, about the game, what you guys. Um, I mean, let me, uh, maybe I'll start with the negatives first and end with the positives. And then I got to go through some of the tweets because, oh my God, I don't even know if I even want to go through some of the tweets. But here's what I'm going to say from Twitter. Some of you fans are so stupid. First of all, 
why are we blaming the coach? The coach does not and should not have to motivate a group of grown men to play in the playoffs. If you think that, <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. If you think that, holy shit. And some of you on Twitter have never coached. I've coached at the college level. Do you think it was my responsibility to motivate my girls? I've coached basketball, travel basketball, serious basketball. I can tell you, do you think it was my responsibility to, to motivate the girls to win our tournaments? No. The coach is not responsible for motivating you when you are in the playoffs. You're in the playoffs. That's on the players. That's not on the coach. Was it the coach's fault that Foxy had his brain fart? Was it the coach's fault that Bread never fucking showed up again? The only thing that Bread has to stand on is game seven against Pittsburgh. Other than that, in the two years here in the playoffs, he's been missing in action. MIA. Is that, is that Galan's fault? We gonna blame him for that? We gonna blame him for Kane not showing up either? The only time Kane showed up was game two? And Kane made some really bad, really bad decisions last night in the neutral zone with some of his passing. And I'll get to him in a minute. Come on, think with your heads, people. So let's do this. Every two years, no matter what we do, let's just get a new coach just to please the fuck out of you. And you all want Quinville? Um, have you seen who he is? Hello? Knock, knock. Anybody home? Why the fuck do I want him coaching this team? First of all, I would not have extended Philip Heedle. I would not have given him his extension. Did he deserve it? I, I would have waited till after the playoffs. I don't know what Chris Drew is going to do, but I can tell you right now, you better fucking extend Ryan Lindgren because he's the heart and soul of this team. And I know people are going to go, oh, yeah, because, you know, blah, 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 yada, yada with you. You just, you know, you're biased. No, he works his ass off every freaking game. That's who you want on a team like this. That's who you want on a team. And then someone tweeting, oh, well, the worst signing was Vinny Chochek. Hello, where the fuck have you been? He's the guy you want on a team like this. He works his ass off every single game. That's another player that was a good signing. That's who you want on a team like this. You want Lindy, you want Vinny, you want Truba. You want Goody. And the rest of you, and then some of you tweet, oh, well, you know, because of cap space, we're probably gonna get rid of Goody. Why the hell? Would Chris Drewy get rid of someone who's a leader and a worker who worked his ass off the entire season? Why would you do something so shitty like that? I thank the Lord Almighty that most of you on Twitter are not in charge. You'd have this team in the fucking ground. And you think James Dolan is, is going to throw the team in the ground? No, James Dolan ain't that bad. You people on Twitter are worse. It's amazing of how, like, 
idiotic some of you on Twitter are with some of the shitty things you say. And I'm going to say this because I talked about manifesting and affirmations. All of you that already wrote down and put it into the universe that the Rangers are going to lose game seven, congratulations. That's exactly how it works. Whatever you throw out there into the universe happens. If you don't believe that shit, just look at what you did. Your people tweeted it. Your people wrote it. Your people said it. You knew they were going to lose game seven with all your fucking negativity. Half the fan base is so fucking negative. You drive me insane with that negativity. Now, I'm, not, I'm a realist sometimes, but I am mostly, I am a vessel for positivity, hope, and love. That's what I want to spread around. That's what I want to believe. I believe anything in life is possible. All you have to do is have faith as small as a mustard seed for you to get, just do anything in life. And that goes with this team winning. I believed in them for game six. Half of you already thought they were going to lose in six. Remember? I think I should start with, with Panarin first. Hi. Um, I'm tired of you trying to not take accountability for you not showing the fuck up. I'm tired of it. Be a man and show the fuck up. And tell everybody, you know what? I was not here. I wasn't present. I don't know what happened. I take responsibility for this team. Because you have the A on your sweater for a fucking reason. Why don't you stand the fuck up and, and tell everybody instead of going, I don't speak English. See, that's what a boy does. A boy does that shit. A man stands the fuck up and says, I was at fault. I'm sorry. A boy hides behind, I don't speak English. I don't think the Rangers are his team. I can tell you on Twitter right now, everybody wants him gone. Everybody wants him gone. He's bye-bye. Adios. See ya. Pack up his stuff. We'll, sh we'll drive him to the airport. Bye-bye. He should have been benched for Johnny Burdinsky. And I'm, I'm dead freaking serious when I say that. Johnny Burdinsky brings such a fucking game. Now, speaking of Johnny Burdinsky, at least he gets to go back to the Wolfpack who have a chance to win the Calder Trophy. Have you seen the Wolfpack and how they're playing? Maybe the Rangers should have watched their uh, minor league team play a couple games. How much heart and soul was in each and every one of those games. But Panarin, hi, hi. Yeah, your vibe, we love you. We love your vibe. You're a vibe all to yourself. You know, you think you're the best. You know, all the little funny little antidotes from you are good. When it comes time to the playoffs, I don't know what the hell happens to you. Where did you go? What happened? That's what, just what happened to you? That's what I want to know. I'm concerned. What happened? You disappeared. Let's talk about Kane. Hey, Patrick. Hi. Hi. I know I've said this before that you're a Hall of Famer. So I'm going to say this as best I can. Where the hell were you? We lost all our cap space because we brought you onto this team for you to help the team take us further. That was, that's the only reason why you're here. What happened? And how can you have brain farts in the neutral zone? You had a brain farts too. And I'm sorry, but your vibe didn't mesh. 
And nothing personal against Kane. Nothing personal. I like him. He's a great dude. To me, he's a great dude. I know people hate him for other reasons. That's your prerogative. But I'm going to say right now, and, and he's a great he's a great dude. He, look at all the guys liked him in the locker room. He's a good locker room dude. But his vibe was off. Look how long it took him to get accustomed to being here. Now, people can say, well, you know, he played with that team for 18 years or 16 years, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yes, I get it. But look at Tarasenko. As soon as Tarasenko got here, he meshed right away. It was like night and day between the two of them. This is why I wanted to re-sign Andrew Kopp and Frankie V. Because those two had the New York vibe. And then just bring in Tarasenko. That's all you had to do. Because they all are on the same page with the same vibe. See, chemistry is so important in sports. People kind of miss that. If you don't mesh, you're not going to win. Also, you can have all the talent in the world, but if the talent doesn't have, doesn't work hard, it's not going nowhere, and, and they just prove that point. So, I mean, Patrick, I mean, I don't know what to say to you. You're a Hall of Famer. You know, I love some of the vibe you brought here. But I don't think you should have been on Power Play 1. You didn't either. Well, I don't think Panarin should have been on number one either. Uh, the, um, and then some of the games that you and Brett played together, I mean, you guys were playing past the puck. No, you shoot. No, you shoot. No, you shoot. Oh, just shoot the damn thing. Um, who else can I talk to? Mika. Now, Mika, Mika, Mika. I think I th you're, you're still the guy. You're still the dude. You're still the guy. You are still loved by this fan base. You're still loved by me. I mean, I love you, and I want you on this team, and I want you to flourish on this team, and I want you to flourish again next year in the playoffs, and I think you're going to. You're going to. And I just want to wish you good luck with becoming a dad. That's going to change your dynamics. If you don't think it's going to change your dynamics, then I'm going to tell you, it's going to change everything. Luckily, you're having the baby, I believe, in July. So you have some time to get accustomed to the baby waking up every two hours. Because the baby's going to wake up every two or three hours. She's going to wake up. Mm-hmm. But that's going to also bring you extra, extra joy into your life. And I think when you have extra joy outside of what you do, you bring that extra joy into what you do. And I think you're going to have the most outstanding season next year. And I'm looking forward to seeing you play again next year. Your partner in crime, Chris Kreider, I love his vibe. My God, that guy, what a professional. You are so professional. I know people were mad at you for not showing up. And I know you take it like so hard because you wear your heart on your sleeve. And it shows. I mean, you crying during the press conference last year when you guys got eliminated. I mean, come on. That just shows what a kind of guy you are. And I know there were questions about you staying on this team and then everybody questioning, well, he had 52 goals last year. Look at how bad he stinks this year. He didn't stink this year. I think you had a great season. I think you had a good season. Yeah, last year was great. This year was good. 
and next year it's going to be even better. Don't be so hard on yourself. I think when you beat yourself up, you hurt your chances of being even greater than you are. Don't beat yourself up. Vinny Trochak, my God, you are amazing to watch. I'm so excited that you signed with this team. I'm so happy you signed with us. You work so hard day in and day out, and it shows. That's why I gave you that appreciation post. Back check. Well, for check. Back check. Trope check. Because <laughs> that's you. That is a heartbeat. And I'm excited to see you next year on this team. And what amazing things you're going to do. Um, who else? What did Kane? Did Panarin? I'm just trying to think. Um, let's do Lexi Lafreniere next. Lexi. Lexi sexy. I think you have a little growing up to do on the ice. I do. Um, <laughs> still want to babysit my niece. <laughs> you the, That was my favorite, like, off the ice thing was when you and Lindsay were doing those questions. You were, and they were like, who's the better babysitter, you or Lindsay? And you were like, oh, May, it's easy. Honey, The the I am going, giving you the invitation here and now to come babysit my niece and nephew. Of course, I'll supervise. I'll be, I'll supervise. Because you're, you're going to need me there. <laughs> My niece would be all over you, by the way. She loves you. So the invitation is set. If you want to babysit my niece, come right ahead. Come step right up into the circus, honey. Maybe if you did that, <laughs> you grow a little bit because they make you grow. Kids make you grow as individuals. They make you grow as humans. <laughs> they make you grow as adults. Either you grow like a lot or <laughs> or they just drive you to hell quicker. But, you know, that that's those are kids for you. But yeah, the invitation's here, Lexi, whenever you want it. It's open. I'll even buy you dinner. Oh, actually, I'll make you dinner. But I think you have a lot to do. I think you have a lot of I think your skating is great. I think you hesitate a little too much on the ice. I think you hesitate when to shoot. I think you have so many so many skills on the ice, stick handling, you know, ice presence, but I think you need to grow a little bit. It's your turn. It's your turn now. It's your turn to turn around and become the star that you have the potential to be because you have that potential. It's in you. I see it. I see that potential in you. You just have to let it out. Don't let the mind games plague you from being the superstar that you are made to be. Philippedal. What happened to you this playoffs? What, where did you go? I think, I think getting the extension before the playoffs killed you. It, it just, it made you then feel that you just could sit back and not worry about doing anything because you just got your money. That's what it looks like to me. Oh, well, I got my money. I don't have to worry now. I don't have to perform. I think that, like I'm saying, with almost all of you, I think it was mental. Because you have such a great physical presence on the ice. I think what you need to work on are your face-offs. You need to constantly work on those face-offs. 
Maybe you, you and Vinny should do something uh, um, during the season because Vinny's awesome at face-offs. Maybe he can teach you a thing or two because I'm serious. You need to work on their face-offs. You have the skill set when you're on the ice on the when you're when the offense is clicking and you're there on the offensive zone. You're clicking. You're moving. You're skating. You have your head up. You see everything. You know when to make a pass. You know when to shoot. Sometimes uh, you hesitate, but I think for the most part, you know what you're doing. You got you know what you're doing. But I think you have to work on those face-offs. Kako. Still angry about sitting out game six last year? Because that did nothing for you this year. Just saying. Like I said, release past events to bring in the new blessings for now. Are you talented? Sure. Sure. But your talent isn't carrying you anymore because you're not working as hard as I think you should work. I think you have such great talent. I think you have the mind for this game. I think you have everything that you need for this game, but I don't, I don't see your heart and soul into it. I don't. I think that's what you need to work on. I think you need to work on your mental game more so than your physical game. I loved the fact though, that during the series, you did not put up on anybody's bullshit. You did not, you stood up for yourself. I love that. That was a new part of Kako. See how that was a new thing. I've never seen that from you. That was amazing. Just fix a little hit here and there of your game and I think you're fine. Tyler Mott, love him. Another one. Oh, did I mention that he doesn't, that he always works his ass off? Because he also works his fucking ass off. Every game, there's Tyler Mott, there's Tyler Mott, Tyler Mott here, Tyler Mott there, Tyler Mott everywhere. I'm happy we got you back on this team. We really should have just signed you in the off season. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. But you bring awesome worth ethic to the team. You bring that vibe to the team. You bring your heart to the team and we see it. And I, next year, hopefully you're gonna be back with this team. They're going to be smart enough to re-sign you on this team for the fourth line because your, your dedication is needed. Jimmy V, like I said, I was wrong about, about getting you back the second time around, but you definitely have, you definitely have the charisma, the, I can't think of the word. It's an Italian word, but I can't think of it, but you have the unspa. <laughs> you have like, you know, you just, you work, you work hard. It shows that you work hard. Um, you definitely, some of those goals you scored this year were, were tip top in my book. And I'm glad they gave you the extension already. I'm glad you're going to be here next year. And I can't wait to see what amazing things you're going to do. And then Barclay, you should be here next year. You are a hard worker. You are dedicated to this team. You are a leader. You are gritty. You are greasy. And I hope to God you're here next year. Because you should be. You wear the A on your sweater. But see, sometimes I think the A 
doesn't really mean anything to some players. I think it doesn't mean it doesn't translate to what being a leader is. But with Barclay, it does. Like Chris Kreider, it does. Mika, it does. I don't think Panera needs the A because he certainly didn't show up. If you're going to wear the A, then you should show the fuck up. I seriously, I'm not kidding when I say this, but the A should be taken from Panarin and given to Ryan Lindgren. Because he, he just shows you leadership in every interview. He shows you leadership. He's cool and calm on the outside. <laughs> A little rough on the inside there. That's him. I'll get to Lindy at the end. Um, Foxy, another one. I mean, what can I say about you? Your regular season was tremendous. You have everything that it takes. Everything it takes. And you leave it out there, always, on the ice. So hopefully, next year, totally different ballgame for you. You deserve to not only win another, another Norris trophy, but you deserve to win the Stanley Cup and you deserve to win that Consmite trophy. Because I, I, I just feel that way. I just feel that way. I just, like my niece says, you know, when we were talking about, you're another one of her favorites. And um, you're like, Foxy doesn't, Fox doesn't say anything. He just plays hockey. And that's exactly you. You just play hockey. That's how awesome and tremendous you are. And your brain fart, I don't know what happened. I don't know. But we all make mistakes, don't we? It's the way we, we learn from those mistakes and we recover from those mistakes that are going to either pull, pull vault you into another dimension or push you back. And I think you're gonna be pole vaulted into a different dimension next year. I really do. Schneider, I think you were quietly one of the best defensemen in the series. You hit when you needed to hit, you got your goal, you scored, you took shots, you had a fight, you were gritty. You can only get better from here. Miller, I don't know what happened to you. And I'm just being honest. I have no, The first half of the season, tremendous season. The second half of the season, I have no idea what happened to you. I don't know if mental thing, uh, outside hockey things got into your head. I don't know if it was mental. I don't know if it was physical. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm just saying. I don't know. But you got to be better. You got to be better. And I think you will. I think you will be better. I think you're the type of guy that learns from his mistakes, doesn't want to repeat the same mistakes, and goes out there and puts his best foot forward. I think that's who you are. Um, Nico Mikola. Mikola, you rubbed off on me. You did. At first, I was like, oh my God, he's in the penalty box like every five minutes. <laughs> but you played a good game. You did. You played a good game. I don't know if you're here next year or not. I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, but I just want to say thank you for putting in your effort for this team. Um, I hope next year we see more of Ben Harper. We already gave him his extension, you know. I mean, uh, why bother giving a guy an extension if he's not going to play? He should play. 
but there's other players from the Wolfpack that I want to see up here also. And I think every single defense spin partner needs to switch except Foxy and Lindy. I think we need to switch things around for the defense. That's just my take on that. Um, okay, now we, I think I talked about everybody but Lindy. All right. So, um, hey, hi, Ryan. Hey. <laughs> hey, baby. Hey. Um, what can I say about your, the way that you play the game? I mean, there is nothing else I can say except I'm in awe of you. I really, I, it's just amazing to watch you play every single day. Like the, the way that you play the game. So physical. Every game. You're always alert out there. You know when to make a pass. You know when to shoot. Although, I, like I did say a couple podcasts ago, you really should shoot more because your shot's amazing. I, I, you know, I feel bad that you got hurt. Oh my God, do I feel even, I feel very bad that you got hurt and you missed a whole month because I think you would have scored more than that, that empty netter. I think, you know, you would have scored four or five goals. I think you're capable of even scoring more than five goals. I really do. I really believe in you. That's why you won the Player's Player Award. And that's why you won the Stephen McDonald Award. Because of who you are. But I will say this about your game that you need to fix. You need to watch your fucking position sometimes, boy. Mm-mm. Sometimes your position, you put, you put yourself in such vulnerable positions and the fucking shitheads on the other team still hit you. They don't give a shit. They're going to hit you. And you got boarded how many times? And then, of course, of course, the one that, that kills me the most is the injury from that TJ Oshi, the hit from TJ Oshi that, that knocked you out for a whole entire month. Vulnerable position. But you're always... You're always there on the ice. You're always there for Igor. You're always trying to block shots. You block them, and I can't even believe how you block them. Like you just throw your body out there, and you're like, "Oh my, oh my God, Emma!" And then seeing you on the bench and like agony and pain makes me in pain. <laughs> like, oh my God, that must have hurt so bad. Like I think about like how bad I stubbed my toe. Like you know, like, I'm like, oh my God, he blocks fucking shots. Guys are shooting the puck at like 90 miles an hour and he's laying down and blocking them. Holy, holy mother Mary. That's just how incredible you are. And that's why everybody calls you a warrior. I mean, my niece calls you a warrior cat. But, you know. Speaking of my niece, she totally loves you. Um, she can't wait to meet you. Um, and I know, I know, I'm just gonna say this. You have to catch your breath. Catch your breath. Do whatever you need to do in order to catch your breath. Know that I'm here for whatever. I'm here. You know. But I did ask you out. And I'm not taking no. So, you know what I would love you to do? You know what I think? I love watching, like, you know, when you get on social every once in a while and you post things about, like, you playing golf. I would love it if you took me to a golf range, driving range, and taught me how to actually fucking hit a golf ball because I don't know how to do that. I, 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 and you shoot left. 
so I shoot left because I'm lefty. So I think that would be I think that would be interesting. Now, obviously, all Twitter thinks we belong together. <laughs> all Twitter does, all Instagram does. I mean, I'm telling you, there are people that like hop into my direct messages and ask me. So you can't let down a whole bunch of people. Not can you? And you can't let down people who think that you're like this incredible dude. Because people tell me all the time, oh, he's an incredible dude. Well, okay. But like, we don't have to go out right now. Because right now, my main concern is that you catch your breath from what just happened. And you focus on yourself right now. Getting yourself back into whatever mindset you need to get in order to be the Ryan Lindgren that we all that we all love. The Ryan Lindgren, the warrior. The Ryan Lindgren, the heart and soul. The Ryan Lindgren with all the fucking swagger. We, we, I want that, Lind I want, I want that, Lindy. I want that, Lindy, back. And I know as an athlete, it's always hard to get like back into that like kind of like zone. So you take all the time you need. But you have, you know how to reach me. You have my number. You better not have lost it. I mean, how many times do I have to freaking give it to you? Um, <laughs> how many times? But if you get cold feet for going out with me, put on some socks. Put some socks on if you get cold feet. I'm a cool girl. Hi. <laughs> I'm a cool girl. I'm so laid back. It's, it's crazy. Although I have a lot of energy too. So like someone like says, like, do you ever sleep? Uh, yes. But I can tell you this, I don't run on batteries. Um, this girl don't need batteries. Um, anywho, take your time. Don't worry, I'll remind you. <laughs> You'll see tweets and messages from me. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll remind you. If you want to bring a friend, fine. That's fine with me. You want to bring a teammate, go right ahead. I don't care. I don't care. I'm all for it. Whatever makes you comfortable, hey, I'm all for it. Of course, we can talk about Jacob Trooper for a second. Last but not least, the captain. Captain masculinity. Well, you showed your masculinity last night, I can tell you that much. <laughs> your masculinity was right there. Um, and my niece will be, uh, she'll love that hit. She will totally love that. And uh, my God, have mercy. Um, if you, Jacob, want to get together about coffee, like, I will literally show you how to drink coffee. Because <laughs> I think that's one of the things off the ice I think we need to do. Your poor, that poor coffee that you have, like, screams it, it, when you put the skim milk in it. <laughs> I'm like, milk does not mix with coffee. All right, milk goes in cereal. But if there's ever a moment when you need to talk about, about anything, I'm always here too. Because I know it plays a bit, like, mentally, it plays a big portion of your life. Being an athlete, being a captain, being a leader, it's not easy. It's not an easy road, is it? Have to answer the same stupid fucking questions from the media day in and day out, same shitty things. So I'm here for you too, and you have my number. I'll be in the city a lot. So it's the summer now. Pretty much I have clients in the city. I'm working with some new people in the city. Uh, so I'll be, in the, I'll be in Manhattan a lot this summer. Just saying. You know? um, 
So there's that. Um, what was I going to talk about now? Oh, no, we'll, we'll switch gears. We'll do, we'll do fashion things. So I have to say, speaking of socks, um, some of you on this team, if you're not going to wear no show socks, you look really stupid wearing no socks. I'm going to put, so, first of all, do you really guys like getting athlete's, athlete's foot? Because when you don't wear socks and put on dress shoes, that's what's going to happen to your freaking feet. Not only that, the shoe is going to smell if you don't put odor eaters in your freaking shoes. And you're going to ruin your dress shoes. So you're going to spend, let's just, I'll just throw out $250 on a really good pair of dress shoes. $500 on a really good pair of dress shoes. And you're going to ruin your dress shoes because you want to wear no socks? Oh my God. And it makes the whole suit just blah. Hey, we're Fashion Avenue over here. Hello. Some of you this year. Oh my God, have mercy. At least I saw Vinny have no show socks the other day, so. And no show doesn't mean actually no show because the heel of the no show always like rise up. Hey, it's what us cheerleaders wear. We wear them all the time. And a lot of women wear them with their heels. Um, so there's that. So, I mean, uh, I'm going to do a blog post, though, on my top fashion dudes from the Rangers. Um, probably I'm going to I'm going to push it for next week. So I better write myself a note because I got a lot of things happening. I got announcements to make at the end of the year, at the end of the month. So mm -mm, things are I will say this. I have a lot of changes happening within my career spectrum. Um, that some people don't know yet. So therefore I can't make announcements. But fat, uh-huh, mm-hmm. Fashion blog, I have literally, if I don't write this down, I will forget. Top, let me see. Maybe I should do the top 10 guys on this team. Because I mean, some of you are really really stylish. Some of you have a lot to learn, but some of you, and then some of you take really good chances with fashion too. And I love that. Always take a chance. You never know what's going to look like. You never know what's going to happen when you take a chance with fashion. Fashion's awesome. And men's fashion is like, you guys have, you guys have it easier than women. I mean, look at what men's clothing is just so hard to like actually talk about because we have, we're so complex. You guys are simple. But it's the simple stuff that makes you look really good with you comparing and matching your belt to your tie or your tie to your beanie or your beanie to your belt um, or having the darker tie to pop the suit. I mean, you don't have that many options for accessory, accessories or, and the shoes too. So, I mean, as women have like all these different things they have to go through, you guys got it easy. So I'll definitely talk about that, like fashion, like next, like next week in a blog post. Um, I'll put that out there next week. It'll be fun to talk about that with New York Rangers, since we will then um, at least forget about what happened for a little while, you know, take our minds off things. Um, and when everybody resets their minds um, and their bodies a little bit, yeah, you know, we have to switch gears. 
So um, there's that. Now let me get into social media stuff quick. All right. If you are, I'm going to give you all a tip if you're looking for a job, for those that are not obviously Ranger players, for all the fan base. If you're looking for a job, you need to be on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm teaching a LinkedIn course actually again in June. Um, and then I have it out on digital form where you can actually get the, you can download the course, $75 to download it. And then you get me to teach you for a half hour about the course. So the, the course itself is like a Zoom, unless you're in, in the city or in your Rockland County or you're kind of close to me in Jersey, I could actually go to you in person. Um, but I'd rather do it Zoom-wise because um, Zoom is just easier because I can just pop up the LinkedIn page and poof, just show you everything quickly. Um, and it goes faster that way too. It, it, you learn a lot more when you can see it that way. Um, but anywho, um, so social media, LinkedIn. If there are any companies that you desire to work for, if you any dream companies, all you have to do now is go, I'm gonna try it right now as I talk to you on the app because the app is different. If you notice, apps are different than desktop. When you work on a, on a platform on the desktop, it's totally different than when you're working on the platform, when I mean, you're working on a platform with an app. So I'm gonna try to see what company do I wanna put in? Damn. Oh, let's put, uh, no, let's put Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Okay. And just popped in my head. I want to do like a luxurious thing. Okay. Corporate director, blah, blah, blah. No, I don't want jobs. I want, I want um, companies. Okay. Look, okay. So, all right, you hit on it and you hit on their, their profile. So Louis Vuitton comes up and you hit about now, see, it should be here, but it's not on here. So I have to find it on this thing. But it, this is better on the desktop. First of all, I probably have to follow it for it to actually happen. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to see if I can find... Um, um, no, I don't want to do that. Thank you. I have to find how to do this, but it's easier. Okay, so they you can't do this on the desktop. That's what I want to say because um, it won't let you do it on the desktop. I just want to see because I did it already on, on on this station, on this channel, on this channel. Create a job alert. You can create a job alert. Okay, so you can create job alerts if you go under jobs under that under that company on LinkedIn. And then you can hit the three little dots on the app and it will say to you, create, um, it will say under jobs, it will say create a job alert for whatever company you are. And then you can create one. You're supposed to then go underneath Here's the thing, you're supposed to, it doesn't say this on here, it's only on the desktop. So if you go on the desktop on your LinkedIn page and you go under the about of the company, there's a little thing that pops up that says, um, get notified when jobs become available, which then gives that company access to your LinkedIn profile. They automatically will be able to look at your LinkedIn page and they may reach out to you instead of you reaching out to them. 
Just a little tip for all you people. That's what I'm saying. Always try to go on the desktop version of a platform. Twitter, by the way, for all my tweet tweets, well, my tweet tweet, my tweeters, my tweeters. Let me tell you, if you go on the desktop version of Twitter, you can now write in a different font. They have font, different fonts on the desktop version only, not the app. Not the app. Um, you can download an app called Fonts, and you can, and that's a really cool app to download, by the way. If you want to write all different types of fonts on Twitter, on the app and stuff, and all your different social media apps, you can use that one instead. But I'm telling you, desktop, always try the desktop. It gives you an amazing different view of the platform with different tools. And actually, the tools are better on the desktop than they are on the actual apps. Okay. Dating. Dating site. All right. So I don't know people did not see. <laughs> I don't know how many people couldn't see. But on Twitter, I posted these two, like, tweet. Um, not, they're not tweets. They're messages from this dude. Okay. Now I'm not going to tell you who he sent it to. But I got this. I got these both. So wait a minute. So this is how a guy... Okay, if you guys out there, let me put it this way, if you guys out there want to know why you're rejected, here's why. Because you sent women text messages and direct messages that sound like this. I have never slept with anyone before date four, never had a one night stand, but I thought about you, <laughs> rated X, sucking my you know what. So it made me really excited as well to get to know you intellectually. Oh. That's so nice of him to add that he wants to get to know me intellectually, as well as it made him excited to think that I was going to perform some sort of sexual act on him. Um, both are super important. Now, these are four in a row without anybody else, like the woman, <clears throat> engaging with him. Me. Um, you seem really intelligent and genuinely want to date, which is refreshing. What do you mean? I want, what the fuck do I, what, 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 you seem really, and genuinely wanted, really, women don't want to date? Well, women don't want to date men like you. Maybe, maybe that's the problem that you don't see. It's you. Now, no, 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 it gets worse. You thought that's worse? Okay, no matter where you are, you will always be looking up at me. We guess I'm short. Thanks for pointing that out. I'm 5'3". If you're six feet, I'm always going to be looking up to you because I'm short, honey. I need a stool. And now I don't know how we got this part, but he just adds the sexual part into it again. And your tits are absolutely gorgeous. How the fuck do you know? Have you seen them? <laughs> no. Have I posted them out there? Uh, no. So I don't know what he's talking about. And he goes, I'm very direct. And then he does the emoji with like the hearts around it, which scares the shit out of me because, I, okay. I grew up in New York City, UEC and London. Great. <laughs> have you dated much? I have been single 13 months. I find that very surprising. You've only been single for 13 months. I think you've been single your entire lifetime would love to find someone as open-minded as me oh no he's not narcissistic who is who also wants a genuine connection that can grow organically oh my god look at him look at his script and then my favorite my favorite 
if I'm being honest, oh, you're not being honest? I thought both about taking you out on a nice date in your pretty dress and equally about how sexy you would look in heels on your knees. And then he does the stupid emoji with the hearts around it. Are you fucking kidding me? Here's why you guys get rejected. This is a prime example of what not to say to a woman you've never met before or actually spoken in person before. Seriously. Seriously. My God. Sometimes you think with the, with the brain between your legs and sometimes you think with the brain in your head. Here, he thought with the brain between his legs the entire time and thought he was slick throwing in um, that he's looking for someone to connect with and that he's, he wants somebody who's intelligent because he knows those little words are like, you know, you know he's trying to bait, bait the girl, bait girls into talking to him. I'm not talking to you, honey. I block you. Mm-mm. <laughs> I mean, seriously. My God. And then, oh, but it gets better. It, it seriously gets better. I don't know how much better it can get, but I will tell you. I will tell you. Wait, wait till you hear these little stories because, all right. Um, here's why. Now, I told you that I think not last podcast, but I think two podcasts before the playoffs started. I told you there's a there's this update. There's this thing where people there's Carfax for women. Carfax for dating. That's what I call it, right? Um. trying to find where the story is. Hold on a minute. Oh, so then this guy, this is why I keep telling women to get off the dating apps because they're not dating apps. They're hookup apps. They're scam apps. There were rapists go. One girl literally got raped and she posted who about the picture of the guy who did it. So she would give a heads up to other women which is so brave of her because in this day and age, women who ever come forward and say that they've been raped, we have guys who say, she's lying. It's automatic. She's lying. Um, and then this other dude, pathetic, pathological liar, cheater, and sex worker customer, which I found out because he gave, him, he gave me a sexual, sexually transmitted disease. That's why we use condoms. Here's my PSA. If you're going to have sex with somebody from a dating app, especially, especially, use a condom. Also, you know, birth control only helps women not get pregnant. It doesn't protect you against STIs and STDs. Earth to all the women out there. Um, oh, no, no, we have other ones too. I mean, Lord have mercy. I... Uh, I saved another one. Let me see if I can find the story. Um, oh, then we have, 
a girl who met a guy on a dating app. The guy on the dating app told her, I'm taking you out of, out of the state to a different state. We're going to fly in an air. We're going to go. I arranged all the arrangements. We're going to go on, on a plane. We're going to go to a different state to go watch Taylor Swift concert. Um, hey, Taylor Swift's playing here in New York. You can watch her concert here. Are women that stupid and gullible? Yes, unfortunately. I was like, red flag. You're going to go somewhere with a complete stranger and he says he got you a separate room. He even knows your room. He can even have a key. He can have he can have a key made. He can tell that he can go down to the um, you know, the desk and say, "Oh, that's my key. Oh yeah, room uh, five seventeen, and go up to your room and rape you." How stupid and gullible are women today? My God, have mercy! Get off the dating apps. Lord, have mercy. And then, guys, don't message women this stupid shit. Like when I tell you, pickup lines don't work. They don't. They make you look stupid. Just reach out and be like, hey, what's going on? Are you, you know, I was just wondering if you were free to have, you know, maybe like, you know, coffee or maybe drinks tonight or something like that. Do you see how like simple that was? Instead of going, you make my heart skip a beat. My, oh, your eyes are like crystals, which I can see clearly through. Oh my God, shut up. Like I, I love romance and I love when guys are romantic, but not with your pickup lines, please. Just be upfront. Just be upfront. Hey, I like you. I think there's something there. I feel a vibe between us. Even that is fine. I feel a vibe between us. I would love to just take you out for coffee or take you out for pizza or take you for a drink. And if the girl says no, then you know for coffee or for drinks. That's what I'm talking about. Coffee, drinks, or pizza. She doesn't want to be with you. She doesn't want to spend time with you. She just wants you to wine and dine her. See, that's the difference. A girl who's really into you is going to go out with you for, for pizza, for coffee, for drinks. Just wants to be with you and hang out with you. Wants to get to know you. A girl on the other side who says no to that and only wants you to wine and dine her is after your money. That's how you tell. That's how you can tell the difference. It surprises me every single day. But yet, I'm not shocked. Yet, I'm surprised, but yet I'm not shocked. I, I don't know. All right. So I will talk to you all Memorial Day weekend. I'm picking for the Stanley Cup final. The Oilers first the, the Toronto Maple Leafs. And Toronto is going to win it in six. I really believe that it's Toronto's year. I think they're riding on such a high after not being getting past the first round in like 19 years that I can just see the hockey gods blessing them with the Stanley Cup. And I can see John Tavares winning the Smite Trophy, their captain, winning the Smite Trophy. That's my prediction. Um, I think Dallas will beat Seattle in seven. I think Carolina will beat the Devils in six. I think the Panthers obviously are going to lose to Toronto. I think, and then obviously the Oilers are going to win in six. I'll say six. Um, so we'll see. But it's definitely a weird year. Um, definitely a weird year. Now I'm just going to say and end with this. What happened to Boston can happen anytime. The regular season in hockey is a different ball game compared to the playoffs. 
And when you play as hard as the Boston Bruins played all year round, you burn out when the time comes for the playoffs because they really, what, like, to me, it's almost like, what did they have to play for when it came time for the playoffs? They, they beat, they, they pounced every record they could possibly pounce. And then the playoffs came and they were just dead in the water. They just looked dead. I mean, literally, they just looked like, you know, in Florida, it was like up to the challenge. Wow. Oh, oh, yes. So the Oilers play the Golden Knights. So I'm going to say the Oilers in six, the Stars in seven, the Hurricanes in six, and the Maple Leafs in six. Um, we'll see what happens. So a couple other New York Ranger stuff I'll put out there. Um, my fashion post will be next week on the Rangers. I'll do another Rangers blog next week as well. Um, Again, I want to thank everybody on Twitter, even those that drove me crazy <laughs> and, and tweeted me stupid stuff and made my head hurt. I still appreciate you guys, and I appreciate all those tweets and all the direct messages and meeting some new people at Ranger Games this year was also a blast. I hope we can see each other in the summer, hang out. Um, and to the Ranger players, once again, I'm not. I'm not bitter that you guys lost. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed that you let the Devils cream you. Even though it went seven, you, you let the Devils cream you. And I don't want it to be a sticking point for next year because I want you to start with a clean slate. So I want you all to just take a deep breath, recharge your bodies, recharge your minds, reset and let's just redo let's just go back to it next year you're all talented but remember like i've said many times talent doesn't mean anything if you don't work hard so next year i i expect you all to work very hard Mm-hmm. because i know you're capable of it have a great rest of the week i will have announcements on may 26th ciao